Last time on the Reroll Podcast, the DM loses patience and throws some manacores at the party of procrastination. Let's drag the corpses home and lay them at the feet of Tazarna. They roll too well. 19. 19 is a hit. 16. <laughs> God damn. 25 to hit. 14 damage. Nat 20. Natural 20. Uh, it's gonna be seven damage. Who's gonna be whose dinner now, you son of a bitch? I don't know. <laughs> when they can even roll, Groth's gonna light a torch. They manage to slay one of the manacores. I fucking cannot deal with any more bullshit today. Describe your kill. Ah, <laughs> fucking thank God. Game over. Leave one alive through their sheer incompetence. A new widowed manticore sobbing as it flies over the forest in the moonlight. Back to wherever it came from. But no doubt with hate and vengeance in its heart. Will they finally advance this plot someone worked so hard on? Will I kill Louis to make a point? Will they even remember to go to Brambleton? Let's find out. Welcome back to the shit show that is the Reroll Podcast. Okay, guys, how are you? I never, you know what? Good. We always open this up and never ask, nobody asks, Zane. I never ask how you guys are. It's always business, straight to business, just icebreakers and facts. But today I want want to know how you guys are. Did you have a good day? I got an owie on my finger. My neck hurts. Yeah. My shoulder hurts. <laughs> I blew my a bunch of rat hurts. poopies around with a leaf blower. <laughs> what? He blew uh, a bunch yeah. of rat poopies. That's all. Cut it out. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. How do you that's blow- good content. Never mind. I don't actually want to know. <laughs> with your mouth, Zane. I had a lot of fun. I uh, flipped a coworker off for the first time. That's impressive. You have worked there for so long and not flipped anybody off. Who'd you flip off? Alejandro. He deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> I was joking though. So. Uh, I drove all the way to like thirty minutes to go get my computer looked at because it wouldn't connect to Wi-Fi. And then I got there, and my coworker was like, <laughs> "It's fine." I was like, what do you mean it's fine? It's embarrassing. No, that's not that's not true. I tried to connect it. I'm gonna try connecting my phone to it. And um I tried connecting my phone to it and it worked just fine. So that was right. good, were, good trip. They were probably you... like, wait, you work here too, right? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Did you like turn it off and back on and all that good stuff? Dude, I damn near threw that <laughs> bitch out the window and, and brought it back inside <laughs> and it still wasn't working. <laughs> so good stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's a good day. I'm not the type to brag about money, but I literally got a $3 raise today. So that's fantastic. That fucking awesome. Wait, you gave him a $3 raise? I'm no, not making it? anything. Aren't you? Oh, on reroll? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Brendan's actually taking home the only money we make. <laughs> well, actually, he was paying you $5 an hour. <laughs> now I'm only paying 8 It's like shows that you have to have one famous person for. So all our budget, we get paid nothing. and. We pay Brennan. Um, so it sounds like everybody had a subpar day except for Brennan. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yeah, I blew a bunch of rat poopies around with a leaf blower. Yeah, so I don't know. Was, I don't know. I don't know how to interpret <laughs> I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna leave that up to you to like determine where on the scale of enjoyment that falls for me. Speaking horny. of enjoyment, sorry. <laughs> speaking of horniness, <laughs> we go back to maybe the most annoying D and D players of all time, traversing through. The wilderness outside of Brambleton, you guys, are moving, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, it's 10, 11 p.m. You guys are headed to Inara's Grove from the Alchemist Lab. You had just tangled with a terrifying twosome. Nice, nice alliteration. Thank you. (laughs) And came out victorious. One of the manticores did escape, but you managed to slay one of them. We killed its only, we killed its only, like, thing that it cared about in this world, so that's a, I'm gonna chalk that up as a victory. Yes, you did kill somebody's wife, so that's <laughs> something to be proud of, I think. I, I'm, yes, I, yeah. I did. By myself. Sweet. <laughs> some, some of you guys helped, too. <laughs> also, we're kind of lost, too, aren't we? Yes. A little I, bit, are we? yeah, a little bit. Uh-huh. Could you I, guys lost the trail of... I don't know if I could try again or not i think at this point after the combat readjusting you can try again so why don't we open it up with a survival check and just like last night last time Bo, i will give you advantage since you've been to an hour's growth before okay as they're all walking off shadow's gonna try to pull some of the spikes in pocket them give me a survival check as well can i do a survival check to see if i can find magic mushrooms Sure. Fuck yeah. Like actual magic mushrooms are the kind that just feel oh magic. Oh my god, that was almost a natural 20. 11. <laughs> That's a 7 for Shadow. I got a unnatural 20. Okay. Shadow, you try to pull out these spikes, but you, as you're sort of pulling them out, it's attached to a lot of viscera, and it seems like Without the proper technique of removal, it's just kind of wasted. These are parts that could possibly be salvaged later on, but I'll say you take two unrefined manticore spikes. Don't get much, and they are not useful at this point. And this thing's just a just a manticore, right? It's doesn't a little backpack or anything. It's not carrying anything. It is carrying <laughs> five thousand dollars. I don't know what to do with the that. In like US dollars? In Tesla stock. <laughs> oh, <God>. Bitcoin? <laughs> nope. Dogecoin. Um, Dogecoin. Dogecoin, yeah. Um Star with an eleven. You don't find any magic mushrooms, sorry. No tripping for you. And Bo, with a natural 20, reorienting yourself. I got an unnatural 20. Unnatural 20, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, You managed to reorient yourself after the fight, uh, the adrenaline pumping through your blood uh, during this combat. You has heightened your awarenesses, and you find a familiar old tree with a hollow inside that you remember was approximately a mile, two miles away from Anara's Grove. So you feel really confident that you could get back there. I have a question. Yes. What happens if you get in uh, a supernatural 20? <laughs> you win, and we never do this again. 
right. So feel free to do that at any given time. Hell yeah. I will be rolling in the corner over here. Don't mind me. So you roll a 20 and like your furniture starts floating and your grandma comes back to life and tells her, tells everybody how disappointed she is that you've made decisions that have led you to this point in your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's been happening. Nice. I'm one of them damn podcast things. Your iPod. You're doing that Satan game. There's no way my grandma knew what a podcast That's was. That's my mom. Does your mom think you're a Satanist for doing this with us? Yeah. Well, you are, so good job. <laughs> yep. Congratulations. Now. Sorry. Yeah. Welcome to hell. <laughs> if she listened to the podcast, I'm sure yeah. it would change your mind. <laughs> I listen to it. I highly doubt that. If you listen to it She'll in reverse, you'll kill your parents. <laughs> if you listen to it in reverse, it's a better podcast. <laughs> Objectively. Okay. So this Anara's Grove, like, yeah, we're, we're how, how far away are we? Not far at all. So like, yeah. what you said, like two miles? A mile? Yeah. Two miles. A mile, two miles. Two, a mile, two miles. So we'll say about 30 minutes. So... You guys continue on and eventually led by Bo into the, uh, which by the way, one thing I want to ask, are you carrying a torch with you? Because I know Groth cannot see. So are you carrying a torch or just shoving a blind person around? Yeah, we're just I shoving him around Groth's the party. Hand. I think no, Shadow was guiding Groth Can we all back. hold hands and just walk and in skip. the line? No, yeah. that's weird. I have weak oh. ankles. <laughs> we had Flint and Star flanking to the sides. Bo leading and me guiding Groth. Is what I like we to imagine Shadow is like riding my shoulders and just telling me like, left, yeah, left, no, wait, 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 right. Got a hand on each <laughs> ear steering. <laughs> on, don't you have horns on your mask? Uh, oh yeah, antlers, yeah. Rakakui. Rakakui. Ratatouille. Rakakui. Yeah, I don't like the way that sounds. Yeah, that sounds bad and I don't want to, <laughs> don't Google that. None of you guys have seen uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once? No, no, no. Uh, I thought that was a ratatouille joke. It's really good. No, it was a it was a ratatouille joke. Well, why don't you go back and write a ratatouille joke and come back? Yeah, that'll yeah really enhance. (laughs) But this would be a shadow cooey. That's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to know what that is. Sounds. Uh, sounds I'm nervous. (laughs) Speaking of. (laughs) Okay. After about thirty minutes, you come to this big, thick wall of brush sort of like the wall uh, uh overgrown hedge wall and of course Bo, you you remember jurgen was able to sort of pull open an entrance to an ours grove from here they hide a key under the mat right it's a uh, ring camera mm. <laughs> can i try to like separate the brush and see if that even works start Give ripping me... the bushes out Give me a, give me a, that's an interesting question. Give me a strength check. Oh. (laughs) Actually, I'm sorry, no. Give me a wisdom check. Uh, like, I get to choose, or? Nope, just straight your wisdom bonus. A d20 plus your wisdom bonus. Okay. Just don't tell him what it is, and then do whatever roll you want. Oh, I got 37,000. <laughs> I got a supernatural 20. Wow. <laughs> All right. Everybody Grim stop your That was a wrap. <laughs> well, I got a like natural a one. natural one to me. Natural oh, one? Oh, I did get it. I get it. Oh, yeah, I did get a natural one. So. <laughs> I would <laughs> well, call that super disappointing. I know. Dang. How'd you know? You reach your hands in and with 
what you might <laughs> tangled in there on accident. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this keep happening? My hair oh. stuck. <laughs> you reach your hands in with the utmost confidence, though some would call it hubris, and you try to pull it apart like Jurgen did, and immediately grab onto two thorny vines. Take <laughs> one point of damage. Oh, uh... I accidentally grab both of Jurgen's nipples. <laughs> 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 why? Why does that? Never mind. <laughs> why does nipple Jurgen sound like Ray Romano? Because everything sounds like Ray Romano. Also, does Jurgen doesn't he have six nipples or eight nipples? Not when he's, he's not orc, in not his not a, bear uh, form. Yeah. Oh. He's actually <laughs> when he's in teats? orc form, he's got a giant pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are, took damage. You took one point of damage. You are unable, obviously, to open this pathway up. Uh, Bo's gonna just kind of turn around and look at you guys, like, like kind of like over shoulder like kind of sharply and then be like trying to make it look like he meant to do that <laughs> and then like turning back and then like kind of just cupping his hands over his mouth and being like Jurgen into the bush <laughs> and as you whisper Jurgen through the grapevine it's a Martin Gay reference write that down <laughs> the plant life itself starts to slowly creep back and it ripples and rolls until it opens into this small passage. Bo will look back at you guys and be like, see? It actually requires <laughs> All it needs a, blood is a blood sacrifice. sacrifice. Yeah, blood, yeah. Yeah, blood no. trickling from your hand. <laughs> see? <laughs> I definitely see that. See, yeah. Yeah, all that, all that stuff. <laughs> you guys... Okay, we're proceeding inside. Yes. You guys walk in and you see... Something that to most of you is absolutely wonderful. Just this beautiful grove. Ancient pillars covered in moss and creeping vines. Butterflies that shouldn't be active this time of night. Flittering around. Owls perched everywhere. Glorious in, in, in diversity of species as well as their confidence. They are looking at you. Who? where running into an owl like this in the wilderness would likely scare it or it would be very territorial. It seems like this is sort of a sanctuary for things like this. And in this small circle of mushrooms, sitting cross-legged, is this bark-skinned creature, very feminine form, beautiful in its own way, but mysterious as well. This creature extends its hand out towards you and says... Come, come, friends of Bo Cantrell. It is so pleasant to meet you. She looks you all over, noticing a few of you with dreaded spikes that you have probably removed at this point, but, but injured and bleeding, and she says, Come sit with me. I, I can nurse your wounds and... Tell me the tale of woe that led you to be so injured in my forest. I can't see you, but I killed a Manticore. <laughs> and she and says, he's always helped. Oh, how inconsiderate of me. And she opens her palm and the small ball of blue light floats upwards, 
uh, followed by a small ball of pink light and a small ball of purple and a small ball of yellow, and they dance around each other, illuminating this grove from above. Star's gonna go sit over by her. Not hurt, but she's tired of walking. Flint will approach you and just say, uh, it seemed like, uh, it seemed like these manticores might have known who you were. Might be looking for you. What was the name of the god that they served? Zarna. That they're yelling about? Zarna? Yeah, I think that they, they served somebody named Zarna. Give me an insight check. Insight. Can I as well? Because I'm just watching. And... Yeah. 11. Okay. Shadow drops off Groth's shoulders and goes towards one of the owls. <laughs> what'd you, what'd you get, uh, Bo? I got a one. Damn. Okay. Can I, like, this... give one of them, uh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Where they roll it again? Because I'm, I'm kind of watching, but I'm not really doing anything. Like, could I say that I was helping Flint, maybe? I would say you can roll your own. I don't think there's an advantage you can give with insight in this scenario here. Okay. Did you see her eye twitch? (laughs) (laughs) I saw it. She's a liar. Her tail is she farts. Why are you yelling about that? She's lying. Sorry. You're hot. I have Um, Crohn's. 19. (laughs) 19. Okay. So. This makes sense to me, Flint and Bo. This creature is very mysterious, made of, of a skin seemingly of tree bark, otherworldly, very difficult to read, but Star, you, you've interacted with fey creatures before. You can read them. You, you've been in love with one, and you can tell as soon as the name Zarna is spoken and, and the, the mention of Manacores, her expression sort of darkens, and she raises her other hand and... The owl you are approaching, Shadow, flutters off and lands in it. She brings it close and whispers something and extends her arm again, and it flutters away elsewhere in the grove. I mean, poor insight roll aside, Flint would notice this and just say, uh, everything okay? Please, come sit. I have gone to summon Jurgen. Uh. Oh, did we beat Jurgen back? No. He is here elsewhere. But please come sit with me and eat this mushroom. <laughs> Stars takes it, but she's <laughs> like looking at Flint first. Uh, Flint's waiting for somebody else to try it first. Stars like pussy, and then she'll eat it. <laughs> eat it out of her hand. Like, don't yeah. take it. Just be like, oh. she's also gonna start purring <laughs> <laughs> and drooling a little bit all over her hand. <laughs> oh God! Please leave. Okay, uh, who all eats the mushroom? Um, I guess I would. I feel like I trust. Yeah. Yeah, Flint's not not gonna do it. Star just wants some mushrooms. Kroth was distracted for a minute, rolling intimidation against a butterfly that got too close to his face. I'll <laughs> come back and be like, ooh, mushroom. What was the roll? <laughs> yeah, give me an intimidation Shadow- roll. <laughs> Shadow's moving on towards the next owl. Uh, it was a 16. She's just trying to pet one. 
Okay. Um, those of you who took the mushroom, it's gritty, uh, earthy, and gross. But as you sort of chew through and swallow it, you feel this blanket of calm come over you. If you are missing any health points, roll a d10 and add three. Shadow, you get close to this sort of brown-feathered horned owl, and it's looking at you inquisically, and you reach your hand to touch it. And give me an animal handling check. <laughs> Poops on you. <laughs> do owls poop, or do they only cough up pellets? What? what? Seven. What? What? Do owls poop out of their mouths, and I didn't know it the whole time? No, they puke, well, don't. They, they puke the they, pellets no. of the hair yeah. and, like, bones and stuff. Oh, they that's, have yeah, a that's, cloaca. That's what they can't yeah, digest. Why would why would that replace pooping? I don't know. Just, I don't know. I'm not an owl's butthole. Same's I don't know what not goes on down there. Yeah, would she be nice? I <laughs> <laughs> seven. What'd you get, uh, Shadow? Seven. Getting close to it, it backs away slightly before fluttering off, and it seems that despite this being a sanctuary, these animals aren't fully trusting of you. Flint's trying to look at one's cloaca and determine <laughs> if they do or do not poop from them. As you are staring intently, trying to find the butthole, from the forest line <laughs> comes Jurgen. I found him. Dong hanging out under the <laughs> the. It's like a tiny little loincloth, cloth, but just a huge penis hanging out. <laughs> My friends, it's good to see you again. And he's got this owl perched on his shoulder. Please, Jürgen. It seems that Sarna has drawn close. And Jürgen sort of comes to a halt and grips his staff with a white knuckle and lets out a loose sigh. Just, <sighs> we knew this time would come. My friends, and... More directly, Miss Moonbow, you, I'm afraid, have stumbled upon a feud of the natural order of the world. And Miss Moonbow, by enlisting the help of the great princess Hindry, you have agreed to help us with this, and I am afraid... The danger draws, draws closer and closer. Well, danger draws close from every side. And Flint just kind of like approaches Jurgen <clears throat> and uh, says, um, it looks like if we don't work together on this, it's going to be bad for all of us. Indeed, my little friend, but... I am truly a orc of my word, and as a Zanara, we, we know that your matter is pressing. Though I worry ours grows more pressing by the day as well. Bo will say, well, we were actually hoping, too, that maybe you could help us find... And he's, like, gesturing like he can't remember... He actually can't remember, and me as a player can't remember the name of that herb or flower that we were looking for for that. Um, Reroll to whoever has it in their notes. 
Hate spite. Yeah, oh, oh re-rolled a flint. That was off my. That was just off the dome too. Straight off the uh, dome. Roll the <laughs> flint. Notes. Got me in a technicality. Mm. You don't need notes if you remember it. Yes, the hate spite, which is only found on a corpse flower, and this comes to your memory, Bo. Yes, that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hate spite, and he looks. A little puzzled and looks to Inara, and Inara says, I see that fate further intertwines our path. Hate spite is a rare flower, or plant rather, that only grows where great death has occurred. I must give you context for what is to come. If you choose to pursue this hate spite, I do know of a corpse flower that lingers in the northernmost area of the forest of the oak, the weeping woods. Alas, this tyrant Zarna Reigns over the weeping woods. Her territory is deadly and dangerous, even amongst those that are not in her service. I have no doubt these manticores you tangled with are lurking in that area as well. We managed to kill one of them, if that helps. Oh, that is a relief. Do you know which one? It was Rachna. Those are not the names in my notes. <laughs> That's what I wrote. Rachna, name of dead manticore, question mark? I think his name was Bill. <laughs> I did put a question mark at the end of my notes. Um, The manticore's names were jo uh, Gorge and... Marachna. That was it was probably oh, Marachna. Rock. Marachna. I just spelt it wrong. Broccoli. Marachna. 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 Barocli. If you like wait. If you like making Marachna <laughs> and manticores in the rain. If you're not in tail keep spikes. Going, <laughs> Cause they cause lots of pain. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Marachna. A savage creature. Gorge will no doubt crave your blood, but perhaps that could be used in your advantage. However, those manticores are but puny servants of the tyrant Zarna. And you are, if you are to survive an incursion into the weeping woods, you must be very cautious. How far would we have to travel in order to get this? Do you have somewhat of a time frame? What does Waze give you? Waze gives me approximately two hours and 37 minutes. Object in road ahead, red light with camera. A, with a, yeah, a traffic stop. Is there still a cop the there? There is. <laughs> <laughs> be, be wary. <laughs> 
There is a speed trap. A half day's journey by boat down the Tybalt will take you to the northernmost point, which is a, a curve that the Tybalt carries around. Now. Or a, or a seven day journey by boat through the woods, because the boat can't go through the woods. It'd be really difficult. It would take or seven to ten days. Do you have several <laughs> people that could cast water? <laughs> If you take a boat down the Tybalt, you likely could get to the shore and, and hopefully, within a day or two, find the hate spite. But I don't know the time frame you are working with. I don't think we yeah. have that kind of time. I wouldn't say that we do. Perhaps for another day, but... I mean, we have two pressing matters, and frankly... She's gonna... I mean, she's sort of still sitting right in front of Inara, but I think she's just gonna lay back and put her hands behind her head in this grove, and she's gonna look at you guys and just say, I made a promise, and... I... Frankly, I have to keep this one. They helped me. I can't just... back out of it. And that's not to say that I think... It's more important than Louis, necessarily, but they're both very pressing. And, I mean, if you choose to go after Louis tonight, I might still be able to go with you, but I, this is, I will have to plan something, and I, I have to help them. I have no way out of it. Flint, uh, he's kind of just, like, off in the shadow, just puffing on the milk gar. Please put and, that uh, out. No smoking. <laughs> Come and break me. Smells like acid. Uh, she grows to 80 feet tall. Her legs expand into trunks of trees. <laughs> she says only you can prevent forest fires. God damn it. Um, uh, so yeah, Flint just kind of steps forward and just says, uh, listen, the long and short of it is the resistance that we have built right now is one of the only things keeping Blackreach from marching on this whole entire forest and burning it all to the fucking ground. So, what we need is to keep that operation secret, and right now, there is somebody in captivity in Brambleton that, I don't, frankly, I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to hold out. I believe it's in everybody's best interest to go get him out of there as soon as possible, or at least buy more time. So, we need to go to Brambleton and act fast. Are you going to help us or not? I will help you, Jurgen says. Steps forward, he says. I'm ready. I will join your quest. This is bigger than all of us. So thank you for understanding. And we will, if we can pull this off, I swear to you, we'll help you with your other problem. I'm in two. Louis coming home tonight is non-negotiable. Anara steps forward and she says, I understand and fighting against Zarna will not be an easy task. I am sorry if I led you to believe it needs to be done tonight because it does not. However, if you do 
Seek the hate spite root. That is where to find it. It sounds like all of our interests are fairly aligned then, which is good. I think we can be strong allies for each other. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was Anara. It was Alexa. <laughs> Anara, you sound strangely like an Amazon Alexa. <laughs> Anara, order 3,000 triggers. <laughs> okay, so what's the plan here, guys? You going to Brambleton then? Well, what can, uh, uh, Orkman, what, what exactly did you have in mind? Oh, I can bash things with this, and he lifts his quarter staff, and he, he <laughs> says, or I can disembowel them with this, and in a moment changes into a bear. His dick is a giant hook now. It, it's, it's even bigger. <laughs> I don't know if we well, can save Louis and raise some hell. I'm all in too. I can smash things with this. I think our best option right now is we won't be able to beat them in a straight fight. We've already talked about that. We'll have to be a gay one. <laughs> that be hella gay. <laughs> um, perhaps we can send Ward back to the camp to rally a distraction force. I mean, they're all ready to fight. I don't want to put them in danger right now because I don't think that they're ready, but Maybe we can have Jürgen Groth take some of the stronger fighters, draw some of the forces off well. Some of us sneak around, try to get Louis, maybe see what uh, Yelena has got going on. They will want to fight me. I'm the only one here who's killed one. <laughs> and I fucking liked it. <laughs> I don't know, I think well, Jürgen killed one How's that sound to everybody else? Jürgen did. I did kill one. I don't think they know it was me, though. <laughs> well, you guys have to kiss now, so. Non-negotiable. <laughs> no time for romance. Shut that shit off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys lead distraction. Maybe me and Shadow and Star can sneak around. Try to get Louie out. We could do that. I'm not, I'm not sneaky. Shadow was included in that as but, well, right? Because Shadow's the one. Yeah, no, I said yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Bo, would you rather go with the sneaky? <laughs> would you rather? Uh, yeah, would you rather go? Which which team would you rather be with? Distraction, because I am no help to anyone. Who's I think to I think sneak. you could do some pretty cool distracting stuff. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's the? It's gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be quick though. If we spend more than, if we spend any longer than we need to doing this we could incur massive casualties star sits up and she is like inara could i perhaps what? borrow one <laughs> or two of your owls <laughs> i'm afraid they are not my owls but the princesses they're not for sale they're not i'm I'm not I don't, falling I don't even... for that again. <laughs> um, well, my suggestion was uh, I Flint kind of needs to rest. So do you guys want to go back to the camp and talk for because it's two hours back there and then two hours back again. That's enough for a short rest. I don't know that you can short rest while walking. I mean, no, I'm talking about Flint staying in the grove. 
and whoever else needs to do a short rest if anybody wait so why would we be going back to the camp yeah to why, get why do more, you need a short get more rest people at a character oh uh, because i'm hella hurt uh, why don't you have one of those uh nice looking mushrooms <laughs> I don't know. Flint was Flint. Flint's character wasn't really interested in um, that. Bo will mention like that mushroom. Definitely feels like it helped. Don't tell him. Everybody, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I mean, Flint's pretty hurt. I, I have like nine hit points right now. He's also, I'm, Flint's also willing just to tough it out, too, if you guys want to go straight to Brambleton. But I feel like we need to go, we need to get word back to the camp and give them time to, like, rally a, you know, a combat, like a, like a crew of people to go help with the distraction. We could probably incite that. Okay. Uh, sorry, what time was it again in the evening? It was, like, nine when we left or something? It was nine when you left, so it's probably, like close to midnight at this point okay and if we yeah we're getting pretty close to the sun coming up if we go back and then come out here again this is out of the way little one has a good point no tanner said it was shut up day. shut <laughs> your dumb mouth <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, we can go now if you want but I feel like we're going to be sorely missing a couple of extra spears or swords. If this is going to go right. I mean, the I mean, if it too. goes right, we won't be fighting. Yeah, the point is that we wouldn't be trying to fight, but have uh, a group on the ready just in case. Flint, you should really eat I one mean, of these. I, I'm sure it'll make you feel a little better. <laughs> I think we have to go get more people. I mean, it would make sense. It's just we've got to really stick to our stuff because we've, we've got to get there and uh, we're just not going to have very much time to fuck around while we're there. So if, if we're going to do it, we should go quickly. So here's here's kind of where I think your options are now because you, it's midnight. So going back to the Alchemist Lab, you'll get there about 2 a.m. Then you have to rouse people. Then you have to come back to Nars Grove. Then you have to go to Brambleton. So you're well, looking can, at... They could meet the rest of the crew at Brambleton. That's true. They wouldn't have... Yeah. But even so, you're looking at about 5, 6 in the morning. You're looking... Mm. You're, you're probably... Especially if you're going to go slower, getting closer to Brambleton, uh, to, you know, obscure the fact you're, you're taking a bunch of people. Um... So I think for tonight, your two options are take advantage of the darkness, but be understaffed, for lack of a better word, or be more prepared, but new day and it would be full brightness, which I think you all would uh, understand that it would be easier to spot people as well as possibly pursue them. Um, But yeah. I mean, up to you guys, however you want to play it. Advantages, disadvantages I mean, on both sides. Flint's okay with uh, taking a little slower and hitting and trying to sneak in during the day if there's a like significant distraction force on the other side of town or something. He thinks he can make that work. Well, we know Flint is, but how does Groth feel? How's Bo feel? 
Groth was actually going to ask Donovan. Uh, Donovan, how are you feeling about showing these motherfuckers what a guy with one arm can do when he really cares about what he's defending? Uh, I feel like the DM forgot I was in this party for the Manticore <laughs> fight and for this. Yep. Um, so I'm feeling a little antsy. <laughs> Donovan. Oh, you and I, you and I killed that thing together. Right, right. Let's gaslight I mean, I the customers. The work, but yeah. Or the customers. <laughs> the customers? <laughs> the customers. Let's gaslight our listeners. I was there. Um, I like that. That's what we should, we should refer. That's what we, what we should name our fan base is just the, the customers. customers. No, because I want to like our fan base. <laughs> and as a general rule, I don't like any customer of anywhere ever. Um, no, but <clears throat> Donovan says, I mean... If we hit them with a distraction, they now know there's a armed resistance in the area. Is that good or bad for us? I don't know. If we, if we don't hurry and get Louie out of there, they're going to find that out either way. And what kind of resistance are we if they didn't even know we exist if we're not resisting? Well, they. I'm all for kind of flying our colors, too, at this point. I think the people of Brambleton need to know that there is somebody out there fighting for them. Well, regardless, if we get Louie out tonight from under their nose, protect where we're located out of, and thwart the Inquisitor, that'll be a hell of a sign. That's what I'm saying. I've heard a lot of talk. I've seen a lot of complacency. It's time to fucking change that. We can do big, loud distraction without a crew of people, too. It's just going to be a little weirder. We do have a bear. <laughs> okay. Do we go tonight or do we go in the morning? I think that we should probably go tonight. That's where I'm going to put my vote. Shadow. Uh. I am worried about Louie, uh, but, I mean, he's Groth's friend, so I'll go with what Groth thinks. Groth is thinking we should go tonight. My distractions Bo. and Baird's distractions. Not scarier at night. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, part of which, what makes us the resistance is us, but also the people that we have with us, you know, so and I know this is it's just highly, highly dangerous, we're just taking a big chance and I know we don't have time so alright well let's get moving do you want to you take try these mushrooms. do you want to take a short <laughs> rest in this grove before you move it's an hour, yeah it, yeah. It'd yeah. be about that an hour. Put us at, what, about three in the morning? Oh, an hour? No. So it, it means you'd get to Brambleton about three in the morning. That sounds good. Okay. Yeah, let's do that, and then we'll talk kind of more details on the plan of how exactly we're going to do this part of the plan that we're just coming up with on the fucking fly. <laughs> Why do we have planning episodes if three episodes later we're just going to make something up? <laughs> right. Okay, great. We plan so we can plan. We should plan for our next planning episode. Otherwise, we're not going to know how to plan anything. I'll plan on it. Yeah. Nice. 
The best laid plans are the plans you discuss for a whole episode and then discard. <laughs> I Is mean, that... now we're here, so yep. we eventually got there. Was that niche? Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys are heading to Brambleton. Uh, go ahead and do a short rest if you'd like. Uh, Jurgen's going to go ahead and lead the way. Uh, at some point during the time after Shadow gets bored of trying to catch butterflies, she'll go and try to pick a mushroom. Okay. Uh, give me a give me a d20 check. That's an eight. Okay. You pick a blue spotted mushroom. Does anyone stop her? Nope. She'll pick two more and stick them in her pocket. Okay. Add blue spotted mushroom to your inventory. I got three of them? Yep. Okay. Can, I mean, during this time, we don't have to, like, actually go through this part or anything, but, like, can we say that Star was um, looking in that book that was given to her? Um, yeah. And is just kind of trying to match certain things that she sees and maybe asking Inara, you know, here and there what certain things are, or, like, if she knows something about whatever when she used to live back in the Feywild and, you know, just banter. Give me... Fuck. Give me a... God, I want, like... We've been playing so much Delta Green recently. I really... I love the concept of a luck roll. You're in charge. You do whatever you want. Yeah, luck added into D&D sounds like something that should have been there already, honestly, but... I'm in charge? No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) My bad. I mean... The bathroom. If you were, would we have had, like, three planning episodes? <laughs> right. Uh, give me a D100. Uh, if you get 51 or higher, tell me tell me what you get, rather. Okay. 40 or 4? Got two zeros and a 4. Two zeros and a 4 is... 4. 40. That's 4. It's 4. Is that oh. 4? No, that's 4. It's that's 4. four. That's 4. Yeah. Uh, great. Awesome. Um, okay, so you've opened this up. There's a little intro... Really, really lengthy intro about Delano's whole mission and purpose, and a uh, about page fourteen after the intro, like a professionally drawn portrait of this thin pencil mustached gnome with this these eyeglasses. The uh, left one has several magnifying lenses that extend out, and this sort of nicely tailored suit. Um, and flipping past that, there's uh, a small sort of rudimentary, not rudimentary, but a, a small sort of topographical map of, of his journey. And then going to the first entry, it says, Dangers in the Dark, Part 1, The Dark Elves. And it has these sort of like thin shadowy figure that's kind of lurking as if scribed by somebody far away who can't get any really minute details out of it and you show it to Inara and she uh, lets out this noise it's almost the noise of like a weep like a quick like (gasps) and what do you say? well quickly here For those of you who might have forgotten the name of this book, it is called The Scribble Scribe Adventure Guide Subterranea. Yes. Star will say. Well, I guess I think maybe hearing this and like seeing 
you know, just reacting to her being a little uncomfortable earlier when we were talking about the um, creatures and the person that's after her or whatever. She'll kind of give, like, a questioning look and she'll go, Is, I mean, forgive me if it's not my place to ask, but, I mean, are you all right? I... I spent a lot of my life around fey creatures. I, one of them is, I mean, I guess you could consider her my wife, but I'm, I'm looking for her currently. I just, it's been a long time since I've been to, so close to someone or something that feels so much like home. What troubles you? What languages do you speak? Do you speak Sylvan? I believe I do speak Sylvan. Let me look though. I think I remember that being a thing because it was close to... It's a little closer close to, to Elvish, Elvish, and we were trying yeah. to understand what uh, Leafy Wiener was saying. By the way, that reminds me. I was uh, prepping for this session today, and I could not think of his actual name. All I could think <laughs> of was Perfect. Leafy Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's his fucking name? Uh, oh. Well... Tree Bark. Tree Bark Everglade, Everglade. yeah. 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 Tree Bark Everwiener. Everwiener. Tree Bark Wiener Wiener. <laughs> Wienerton. Top tier comedy right there. Thank you for that. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Um, I cannot for the life of me figure out where I put it in here, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty damn sure. sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty, I remember that. It should be like there's your passives, and then there's your armor, then weapons, then tools, then languages on the far left. Okay, yeah. Sylvan and Thieves Camp. There we go. Thank great. you. Great, great, great. She don't begins... speak common. I don't know how we've been communicating this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meowing. You guys are just like, yeah, good kitty. <laughs> so we're going to have to, yeah, retroactively, every time you've ever interacted with Star, uh, just like we're going to have to retcon that. You didn't I'm going to go back and re-edit all those episodes. So if you're listening to this yeah, episode, yeah. go back, start it up one. Start it up one. Um, it's Subscribe just going to be Patreon. Tanner yelling at Viper. <laughs> I like the idea of like, you know, like the pet psychic. You're like, what? You want us to go do this? And you're like, somebody like, stuck in Brambleton? Yeah. Ooh, he's captured by the Inquisitor. Sorry. He didn't incite a rebellion? Raise the empire to the ground? Okay. Like you're okay. That we should do this? Great. Okay. That's how Thinly veiled psychosis. Okay. <laughs> she begins to speak to you in Sylvan and it's like, do you speak the tongue of the Fae? Uh. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> eh. Okay. <laughs> that was my fake burp. <laughs> <laughs> do the Ray Romano burst, please. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was Ray Romano. Doing... Okay, hold on. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was it. That you sound like you're in so much uh, pain. <laughs> uh, I appreciate the attempt. <laughs> For those who can't see, Excellent. Tanner's okay. He's alive. <laughs> I did it. Tanner threw up all over his desk. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Alright, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, back to serious yes. character development. <laughs> right. Do you speak the tongue of the Fae? <laughs> Shut up. Such a weird transition. <laughs> I do. Uh, oh fuck! What is her name? God damn it! Anara? Or no. your, the Faya. love of your life, Faya? Faya. <laughs> yeah. Faya, yeah. She's pretty much my wife. Whatever her name is. <laughs> She's pretty much my wife. <laughs> 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 
What's with our shows and people forgetting the names of their significant yeah. others? There's 40 billion names <laughs> oh, in this campaign. Well, I remember playing Delta Green and you're like, Lewis, whoever, like, calls you or something. I'm like, who? And you're like, your, your husband. Your loving like, husband oh, that yeah, you have right. sworn your Great. life to. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Uh, here we go. Faya honestly didn't let me stay too days in her grove without starting to teach me, so I picked it up over time. Everyone was quite helpful, but I'm I'm very fairly fluent now. I see the pain in your eyes when you speak of her. This child of the Fae seems delightful. No doubt she told you of the Exodus of the El. A thousand years ago, when all of Elvenkind was expelled out of the Feywild. Well, I'm old enough to remember why. There was a group, a region of, of elves that grew so hungry in power that they challenged a fey god themselves and schemed against them and, and slayed a beautiful god who time will never remember. And for this, the crystalline dragon, the protector of the realm, expelled all of Elvenkind except for the absolute most faithful. And when they arrived at Rel, El was split. The Oak El, the Sea El, Sol El, Loon El. But they all rejected the traitors. The Elves of Death, the Dol El. The Dol El were spurned from the natural order. Sunlight burns them. Water scares them and... They will never see the beauty of nature again. But I have heard murmurs and rumors that under the very crust of this earth, they thrive. And I know it in my heart of hearts. I feel their evil. It exists still. Schemers and hate fueled, power hungry monsters. That's what was left of them after the Exodus. I think Star is just kind of looking at her very wide eyed. And if I remember correctly, when um, I left the like gunk with. Ly uh, not Lilac, uh, Kella. 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 I left it with her, and she, essentially, she gave me this book, and didn't she, like, point something out in it that was reminiscent of it? Uh, the Lumishroom, yeah. The Lumishroom, okay. Star's gonna, like, she's kind of just looking and, like, taking this in, and I think some things are connecting for her, and she's gonna quickly flip to the Lumishroom, and she's gonna show it to her, uh, some... <sighs> She disappeared. She was taken from me, from our home. 
honestly, that's why I'm not there anymore. I never thought I would come back to the outside world and live this life that I had led before, but there was something that was left. A goo of some sort, and I had given a sample of it to someone in the Resistance to look at for me, and this is... She gave me this book and pointed out this mushroom, and I just... I believe it may be from where you're saying these creatures exist. Does it look familiar to you? She looks at it. Looks up at you, and without saying a word, she stands up. And slowly she walks with a beautiful fae-like grace into a tree. Steps into it like it's water. And sort of... Disappears into it. And a few moments pass. Maybe 20-30 seconds of a bit of confusion. You hear a toilet flush in the distance. (laughs) (laughs) She walks back out of the tree. The bark melding into this form again. She says... Sorry, I really had to go. <laughs> really <did> take a <laughs> But no, in her hand is a mushroom that is pulsing with this blue light in the darkness here. And it's she's torn it up and it's covered in dirt at the base. She gives it to you and she says, Yes, I'm familiar with Lumashroom. A beautiful fungi. I have no doubt... That these things are connected. For the Dolel hate the Fae. They crave fae, what Fae creatures still have. They want so desperately to regain what they lost. And if fire is in the grips of the Dolel, I will pray to the great mother of earth for you. Star will Mm. take this mushroom from her and I think she takes it with very shaky hands and she's like breathing and you can hear that like it just is very shaky and she'll look up at Anara and just say thank you. I I would do anything to see her again. I will do anything to see her again. Thank you. She places her bark-skinned hand, and it's actually surprisingly smooth and gentle as it caresses your cheek, and her sort of the light where her eye should be starts to twinkle with dew. As it runs down her chiseled wooden cheek. And she says, I know. I know. She raises her left hand, palm open to you. And a bit of bark. A little different color, just kind of like a grayish color. Comes out of her palm and she says, take this. And you pluck it out of her hand. And she says, tonight, before... This mission of yours. Chew on this. It will help. 
Thank you. And she'll take all the things she's been given and sort of tuck them away, the mushroom and the whatever, the bark. <laughs> what? I can, okay, sorry. I can, like, see the D&D combat log and Brennan just rolling Eldritch Blast, so I imagine <laughs> him in the back of the grove just <laughs> shooting these butterflies that are, like, swarming around me. I've had enough of this shit! I am powerful. I am I you fucking fly away, didn't I? <laughs> Birds flying out and shit. Jurgen's like, please stop. <laughs> it's Jurgen with one. Oh. <laughs> told these motherfuckers they butterfly away. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, after grabbing the mushroom, Shadow kind of scoots over next to Star and looks over her shoulder and she's like, Hey, what was that first picture you were looking at? Star will flip back to the page. Um... Are you talking about the author? No, the one with the the creature that looked it looked kind of like tree bark and I, me, I guess. The talking about the doll, L. Was there a picture of them in there? Yeah, he said there was, that a... there was one in like the shadows. Yeah, it's like a very shaded picture that looks a little featureless. It's a picture you showed uh, Inara. And she was like, oh. Okay. Okay. Star is going to... She'll show um, Shadow and she'll say... Many elves have similar traits, but trust me. And she'll go ahead and, like... I don't know. If you don't resist, she'll kind of grab you, you know, by the head and pull you in for a bit of a hug. <laughs> and just say, but you're nothing like these creatures. And grab you never her by the head. Grab her right, like... <laughs> Fucking smack. <laughs> okay, no. Pick her up. Grab her and hug her. <laughs> so you, You're not you don't like think the... that you don't think that I'm a dolo? Honestly, I I don't know, but from the things that I've heard about them I don't think that you would be from that line of blood. Okay. And she'll go back to playing with the butterflies. <laughs> and Star's just kind of... I think she'll ponder that for a bit, but she's going to tuck the book back away in the mushroom and, you know, have that little piece of bark tucked in one of her you know, bags somewhere so that way she can grab it before we head all the way out. Great. Uh, Star, go ahead and take a reroll for that. Uh, talk about the Nara. That was awesome. Good work. That was pretty good. I enjoyed that. And I think actually where we're going to leave off here, we're going to fast forward just a little bit to you guys on the edge of Brambleton. As close as you can get without really having to roll any checks. You guys are outside the city limits, still in the forest line. And of course, looking into the town, you can see it's it's pretty quiet. A few Hellriders... Uh, in groups of two, pace the perimeter. Torches lit. The gallows hold a figure dangling from a rope that was not there before. As well as the cart that carried the Inquisitor in the sort of lavish cart being pulled, I believe, by oxen. 
is not in the center of town anymore. I'm going to go to each one of you. I'm going to ask what you're doing and how you're preparing just on the edge of town. Star, you go first. I think Star is kind of taking some deep breaths, getting into the zone, so to speak. I think she kind of scopes out a spot where she wants to go start from. She'll get ready to be in position there. And I think the last thing she does before she makes her next move is pop that um, bark and start chewing on it. Okay. Shadow, what about you? Uh, I think Shadow's getting pretty antsy. The only thing that's kept her from, like, rushing to this point is that Groth wasn't. Um, so she's probably got her hand on his and is, like, pulling in that direction a little bit, trying to jump and crane to see who the body is hanging there. Also looking in the direction of where she knows that Groth and Flint were held previously, those two places, to see if she can get any idea of where Louis is. Okay. Groth, I think you are sort of at a disadvantage here because you don't have dark vision. While the town is dimly lit, there's not a whole lot you could see, though I imagine... Well, actually, you tell me. What, what do you think you kind of see from this distance? Because you're kind of far away, middle of the night. I imagine that I can see the shadows from the lights in town casting off the terrain in front of me. Mm -hmm. I can basically just make out the ground. And uh, if we're close enough, I would assume that I can just kind of start to see other people in my party. Maybe even just their shadows. But <laughs> okay. I'm going to look at Jurgen. I'm going to look at Donovan. I'm going to give me each of them a nod. I'm going to look forward and you're going to see my antlers just kind of flicker a little bit. Okay. Flint, what are you doing? Uh, Flint's standing kind of off to the side in the shadow of a tree just since he's kind of got this like new set of armor he just procured um, kind of trying to cinch it down because it maybe doesn't fit him quite as well as the last stuff did uh, Milgar's in his mouth but it's not lit he's just kind of nervously chewing on it trying to like get a good look at what's going on in town maybe noticing that body hanging there Bo what are you doing? Well Groth kind of did what I was thinking of doing as well just kind of like scanning the what there is to see and trying to to um, kind of get some eye contact with the group and to give some like reassuring nods and like like we got this like kind of I don't know feeling to it okay and um probably just trying to you know stand near the people that we're going to like kind of split with Flint Shadow Give me perception checks. Oof, three. Or five, excuse me. Perfect. Um, does it matter if we're like scanning, actively scanning or not? You can you can do a perception as well, both. You're, I thought you were scanning the uh, your party members, but... Well, both, but... I got a 15. Ah, I got a six. Could, would I be able to or no? You're... Eaten bark. It kind of makes sense that Shadow sees this. She has the longest range on her dark vision. And Shadow, you're peering at the place where where Groth 
was held. And you're peering at the encampment where Flint was held. And, and going to the waterway up by where Groth was, you do see the Inquisitor's quarters, rather, for lack of a better word, or trailer. And then your eyes pan on back to the gallows. Well, you make out the form of a human woman named Yelena Boars. Oh, fuck. Okay. And we'll catch you guys next time. Okay. On the Reroll Podcast. Dun, dun, dun! Groth, I have a heart attack. Groth, scale 1 to 10, how how much did you think that was losing? (laughs) Oh, I 10 out of 10 Uh, You know... Yelena. Oh really? Yeah. You called it? I was like, oh yeah, I was, I was, like, I was nine 8. out of ten. I wasn't a hundred percent confident. Right. Well, you know what? Never mind. It's Louis. Fuck. I was like, <laughs> you know what? This this does seem like the kind of thing Tanner might do to us. <laughs> right. Getting yeah. too predictable. I got to be meaner. <laughs> all right. See y'all next time. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media? Listen to another episode or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.